0: Thank you so much for making the time to do this call today. We're really excited about your new music that's coming out soon.
1: Oh, honey, I appreciate being here with you today. And I'm, I'm excited about the new album and uh, the new band and and everything. And, and so, you know, music, it'll have uh, things that, that change, but those
0: changes, you know, are good for us absolutely so what has it been like for you as like an established bluegrass musician are you you're based in Nashville these days is that correct no I'm back in Kentucky where I'm from I lived in Nashville and then
1: in Berea Kentucky and Renfro Valley Kentucky where I was working out of for so many years you know it's kind of familiar and you get in touch with your roots and all that you know
0: yeah and has that affected your music making in any way well, actually, I think being back
1: here uh, has helped uh, my writing. I, I seem like I just connected up, and and you find those things that you wanted to write about. You know, there you refamiliarize yourself with them, I guess. And so I, I think, um, of course, it's been tough. I mean, it's like everybody else; it's been so tough financially, and and um, not being able to to work. Like I said before, I, I I think we if we take this time and make it work for the positive. You know maybe maybe it'll it'll be
0: stronger and better so um the most recent news that we've heard is that you decided to leave sister sadie which you are a founding member of um, how did that whole process come to be well I, I, I had wonderful time with sadie i think it was eight
1: years and two albums grammy nom- one grammy nomination we had i had the best time with those girls and love them and support them as much as I ever did, they needed to go on to another uh, place to record, and I was, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm with Pinecastle, and uh, so very happy where I'm out. And it did not work out logistically, and, and I had, you know, I had new songs and, and stuff that I wanted to, to do too, and so it, it was just time, you know, to, to kind of do our own things, but I love them so much. They tore the Opry up the other night, and I was sitting here very proud of them. So uh, it's just a, a kind of a new, you know, another, another little chapter, I guess.
0: Yeah, and speaking of chapters, you know, for some of our listeners who, I mean— you're so well known in the bluegrass community. I know all of our listeners know about you, but they may not know about kind of your whole life story and that, you know, I was just reading your biography. So... In your early days, you you lived without electricity. Access to recorded music was pretty difficult. You kind of learned guitar using a pick from a milk jug or something like that. So right when the milk started coming in in jugs, you know
1: it was a little <laughs> thicker then. So it was very uh, it was very rural. It was a, a an Appalachian story, you know to the T. I grew up, you know, here in Bell County, Kentucky, which is walking distance from Virginia and Tennessee both. So we're in the mountainous area. Mm -hmm. My dad was a Primitive Baptist preacher and they have no music. So it it was not encouraged. It wasn't, you know, like a a priority for, for me to, you know, to have instruments or whatever. It just, it didn't of wasn't a regular thing that happened you know you had everybody oh you need to do this and you need to do that well i wanted to play the guitar It I didn't do it too well but i wanted to play it and i had some things to sing about so finally uh, about 14 i got a guitar and uh, just drove everybody crazy with it you know uh, yes. <laughs> but i learned what i learned uh, and i'm thankful for that uh, my dad uh, my mom passed away about. Uh, 20 years ago now, it's hard to believe. But my dad and mom both were very supportive. They uh, took care of my son because I wouldn't have left him with anybody mm-hmm. but them. And they really came through once they saw, you know, that this was what I wanted to do, and you could yeah. do it safely without, you know, a demise. Because their intentions, you know, were good. They the about being worried of the music business. And I see where yeah. <laughs> there's some spots, and just like anything else, you know, just yeah. like anything else, you gotta. Be, be yourself and be uh, uh, honest and treat people good. And I think they found that out because I could not have done it without them because I wouldn't have left my little boy, which is not little no more. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we did grow up uh, without electricity. I've used a coal oil lamp many times, heated with a coal stove and cooked on one or my mom and grandma did. And we all lived in the same house, you know, little uh, four room, car paper, shack. Uh, not a lot of cars. One phone. One lady had a phone. It was a party line uh, ne- or close to us. And boy, we'd just all wear, wear that phone out, you know, but we'd leave our little two dollars <laughs> if we, you know, to, to make a call if we needed to. It was just very rural. I didn't have, we didn't have access mm-hmm. to a whole lot of things. Uh, when I got into uh, my junior and senior year of high school, uh, then I started learning how to seek out. Uh, I'd go. I found the library in the in the town, you know, and you could check out the records and the songbooks and what have you. And I just ate all that up when I could, and would have uh, either I'd get a record player, maybe eventually for Christmas, or my cousins would let me play on their record player, you know, eight track tapes. boy, I learned a whole lot from them. But it was rural. Dad uh, worked in the mines, and and was a you know a hard shell Baptist preacher, so. But it
0: was all good. It made me who I am today. And uh, I'm appreciative of the hard times. <laughs> so the bluegrass genre, I should say, in general, is pretty male dominated. And we're seeing a lot more women kind of getting into it. And it's really fantastic, especially in the past decade or so. But you've kind of been one of the women that have been big in the bluegrass communities for decades now. And I, just, I wonder if you could tell us a little bit about what your experience has been being one of the only women who's really kind of making a way in bluegrass for all of these years?
1: Well, I, I certainly am honored that you said that. Uh, I guess tenacity. Uh, I, I had always had good relationships with all musicians. You know, I was never uh, thrown out of a jam session or any. I wasn't a big jammer. Mm-hmm. I was more of a wanting to sing songs in harmony and, and uh, all that. But I, I was never uh, thrown out of a jam session. I think women have, you know, all the, the, the women's opportunities that have been fought for and won, have have bled over into the music business and, and every, you know, just like uh, corporate America or what have you. I think, you know, we've, we've made our stand and what we need to do is hone what we love, practice what we love and, and make the best decisions for it and nourish it. Mm-hmm. And I think if, if we do that, our voice is being heard and I'm proud of all these young girls that are playing and the young men too. Uh, they'll be in bands together and I see that. Now that's, that's the thing that's really going to help. You know, you've got mile 12. I love those kids. I call them kids because to me, they are, (laughs) that's a co-ed situation. Mm -hmm. And those, those, uh, that group right there, I really got a lot of respect for those kids. And I say that if they're listening, I say that with the utmost respect, they play well, they sing well, they write and, and, They're making music without any boundaries or anything like that. They're just people who love to play together, and they've formed a band, and they've worked hard, and that's what I think we'll see is more co-ed situations because that's something's not been heard a whole lot of, you know.
0: So tell us a little bit about the album that's coming out. What is it called? When is it coming out? It's on Pine Castle Records. Uh, What can our listeners expect from this new music from you?
1: Oh, well, this is a, a... kind of a I want to say timepiece but I don't I don't mean it as as if it's going to be accepted that it's a timepiece for me uh, where I'm at you know and in in life and there's there's messages in the songs some of them you can find two or three messages in one song got like a universal uh, kind of thing Uh, it's allowed me to really hone in on the writing you know uh more so the covid of course has done that but uh, as it as i wrote and started looking for songs that that i wanted to record they seemed to be cohesive with each other one one song that i wrote may have helped me find another song that i had forgotten about for years you know so they're all connected and they're all with the same message i think pretty much there's their struggle triumph and how important it is to be strong and steadfast in the struggle. I think I think all of them says that. The things she couldn't get over, that's the title of the album. And that's, it could mean a whole lot of things. You know, it's 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 about a, a specific personality that, that I went to high school with. That's kind of prompted the song. That, that person's no longer with us and, and they were my age and everything. And I wanted to write about somehow things are misunderstood. You know, uh, our brains work differently. Uh, <laughs> our environments are different, but what we need to do is find that common ground because there is a common ground. It's called goodness and uh, kindness. That's common. You you know, you any everybody can do that. I hope it's in their heart too. But that's what uh, it, it's all about. There's other songs like a, a John Anderson song that's obscure that's on there. It's called Yellow Creek. Where the uh, the American Indians made the the drudge from the North Car- the Carolinas and Georgia all the way out to the West, you know, uh, that tells their story very well. That's a struggle. They had to do, uh, you know, had to do that. There wasn't any way around it. But they they made it. Lost a lot of them on the way, but but they made it. And uh, another story is uh, L.A. International Airport. I don't know if anybody remembers on Hee Haw. Susan Ray. Some of y'all my age may remember that. We'd <laughs> sat there as little girls in LA International Airport talking about leaving a relationship and how hard that is. So they all have things of that. Um, there's a gospel song that's uh, an old uh, Pentecostal song called After a While It'll All Be Over. That's kind of a joyous, joyous song that makes me happy and gives me open you know strength and so that's about what all the songs are like going through different life trials Mm -hmm. and
0: persevering and 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 coming out coming out to succeed in it well it sounds fantastic um and it's out in february is that right it it is uh first part i think the first part of february if i'm not wrong the single fallen down
1: Mm -hmm. is is out now that was written by ashby frank and he is a well-known songwriter and one of the best musicians that I truly, um, one of the top five musicians in our business, he wrote the song "Fallen Down. And um, I noticed that it, it was a lot, the, the lyrics explained a lot of how I felt when I was younger, but it still, it still was true. Uh, you know, we're afraid to try because we're afraid of falling down. Uh, if you try as hard as you can and as honestly and earnestly, you're not going to fail. Mm-hmm. You know, the trying and the, and, uh, things that you connect up with in your journey for you know, doing what your heart tells you to do are beautiful things. And uh, so you you won't fail. Try. Be honest and forthright in your dealings. And if you try, you will not fail.
0: Lots of inspirational messages on this album. I know our listeners cannot wait for it. And thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me today, Dale and Bradley. Honey, thank you. Thank you. I hope we
1: get out to see you all soon. I love Boulder and Denver. I do. Yes.
0: We really would love to uh, have you into the studio to play live whenever we're able to do that again. We just can't wait. We, we get out that way. We'll set it up and call you and, and uh, we'd be thrilled to do that. Wonderful. Well, I hope you have a wonderful day and thanks again for speaking with us at KGNU.
1: You have a wonderful day and thank you, honey.